A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. AM The Zone. Sure she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we've temporarily made it through the worst of the Wisconsin weather we've had this week. Morning, everybody. It is a frigid Friday, but it's not as bad as it was yesterday. And the outlook improves as we roll into the weekend. Today, sunshine. Now, it's not going to help us a lot, but it will escalate temperatures up to about 17 degrees for our daytime high. Tonight, probably down to about 9 below, so you see it's not going to give us a lot of relief, but it's better than yesterday. Tomorrow, snow in the forecast, 23 are expected high overnight lows, down to 7. For Sunday, some clouds, and 15 Monday, a little bit of snow back in the forecast, 21 are expected high. So if you're headed up to the game on Saturday evening, you know you are going to have to put on the very best winter gear you've got. We'll talk weather with Stu Mucker, ag meteorologist. He's coming up. If you've been involved in the meat industry in the past couple of years, you know that there's been a delay in getting those products processed. I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn. Pam has been investigating funds that are coming from the state in the amount of $5 million to tap the talent of the youth and get processors working again. That's right, Jill. And it was a welcome announcement for the Wisconsin Meat Caucus, which has been formed uh, about a year ago, all to address the challenges specifically that our Wisconsin meat processors, our local butchers are facing. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Kevin Ladwig is with Johnsonville Sausage. He is also a member of the Wisconsin Meat Caucus. Like I said, this group of meat processors, small, medium, and large, came together when they recognized all of the supply chain issues the pandemic presented them with and tried to come up with solutions. I asked Kevin to go back and explain the Meat Caucus's initial role and their response now that more money seems to be coming in to try to assist them. Yeah, Pam, thanks for having me. The Meat Caucus was put in place about a year ago, and it was simply to really raise our voice across the state in regard to the meat industry. And uh, we did have some success in the last budget that the governor put together, and it was passed. And as you recall, there were three components that we were looking and seeking to find, and uh, and that had to do with grant monies for processors to expand and perhaps add audit, add automation to their facility. There are additional inspectors as well to extend hours of production because of the strong demand that we were seeing. And the last one was really about talent development and really trying to really create more awareness in terms of the great careers and jobs that the industry has to offer. Unfortunately, that last one didn't get into the budget. The first two did, which we're quite pleased with. But the the recent announcement just a few days ago from Governor Evers is certainly a very welcome addition to the budget that we received, and we're quite uh, quite pleased to see that. Now, one thing that crossed my mind, though, Kevin, it's wonderful to have the extra financial support. We applaud that. But tell people what the infrastructure is like today. Do we have a lot of tech colleges that are doing this? Are there four-year universities that can address this? Or is this something where monies might need to be channeled towards apprenticeships? Yeah, I think we have a pretty good infrastructure in place right now between the tech schools that we have across the state, along with the three big ag schools in terms of UW Platteville, River Falls, and of course Madison. So a good start for sure. But I think in addition to that, to your point, I think apprenticeships, I think internships, 
I think, outreach from industries that can allow perhaps potential students or students a sneak peek into their operations in terms of what careers might look like is certainly going to be important as well. And and we're quite anxious to do that. The industry is very, very open. And this is one of these key areas that certainly is holding us back from making the industry even stronger than what it is today. We simply need more talent. And that uh, no amount of money is just going to make that pop up and appear. Uh, What's been going on in the meantime, Kevin? Kind of give us a state-of-the-state situation on what you're hearing from other members of the Meat Caucus. Uh, How have they figured out how to pivot with all these challenges? Yeah, I think most are simply trying to uh, keep their head above water in many cases, given the strong demand. And we're quite fortunate, right? We're an industry that has really uh, fared quite well through COVID in the sense of demand for products. It's certainly off the charts and very strong demand. You're hearing many small and medium processors that have have bookings out well into 2022 and sometimes into 2023. So the demand has been fantastic, and we certainly are excited about that. The challenges have been talent and finding enough people to really operate our plants and help support that that strong demand. So what companies have done is certainly look for automation, wherever you can automate and perhaps streamline operations is certainly a really important step to take. I think um, in some cases they're they're having to raise wages, certainly to attract and, and retain uh, members that they currently have today, employees they have today. And I think uh, the other thing they're doing is simply raising their voice in terms of this is a issue that we're having and we need some help. And that's why this announcement this week was such a such a welcome announcement. This is an issue that's getting attention uh, nationally. The federal scene now getting involved, trying to mimic almost what Wisconsin's been doing with some additional funds. Uh, when you take a look at the conversation happening on the national scene, Kevin and I know you monitoring you're monitoring it. Do they do they understand at the federal level how difficult overcoming some of these obstacles is? It's not like you said, just about money. Yeah, I think they're beginning to, Pam. I think it's taken some time to get there, but I think they're beginning to understand that you can't just throw money at a situation and fix and expect it to be fixed. So this is going to be a long-term thing. You know, when it comes to talent and, and labor, this is something that, you know, we just saw the $5 million announcement from our state. This is something you can't snap your fingers and really fix overnight. This has got to be a long-term, sustainable plan that really raises the awareness for those potential employees it provides an avenue for them in terms of perhaps where they are today and where they can pivot and move into our career. And then we have to have a portal. We have to have a portal so that uh, potential employees know how to kind of get in and what the industry has to offer. But this is a long-term thing, Pam. This is something that's not going to be fixed in a year or two. The industry is extremely strong. has been around for a long, long time in Wisconsin. And and this this effort will be the start of making the industry even stronger than what it is today. As I mentioned before, the demand for products has been off the charts. And I think, especially for small and medium-sized processors, this buying local and supporting local is really a trend that we believe is going to be around for a long time. So we think that demand for products is going to be there for some time. You know, I want you also to help people better understand the skill set that people in the meat processing industry need to have. I don't want to give the impression, Kevin, that this is a jump in, jump out job opportunity. I mean, I've talked with some of our uh, local butchers, and I didn't even respect how much time it takes to really hone your craft. Yeah, this is, again, this is something that does take a fair amount of time. It's a highly skilled industry. Uh, Folks may not think about the industry in that regard, but it certainly takes a lot of skill. It's a very 
uh, physically intense uh, in many cases industry as well. So the body needs to be conditioned. There's a lot of skills that just take time to hone and perfect. If if you were in Germany, Pam, and you went to like a butchery school over there, it's generally a two-year program in terms of an apprenticeship. And perhaps that's something that we can look at here. But that takes uh, that long for someone to build up the skill set and really the ability to perform at a high level. So, again, we're excited about the dollars coming in. Uh, it's not the easy button, and we certainly have a lot of work to do. But this certainly will get us uh, off the launch pad and really into a better place. Now, that being said, Kevin, where is the Meat Caucus training its eye next? What else could be done, are you hoping will be done? We've got Ag Day at the Capitol coming up. A lot of farmers are going to be having conversations. What part of the conversation is the Meat Caucus engaged in now? Well, I think what's what's key, Pam, is the, the Meat Caucus needs to reach out to the other livestock groups because, you know, Let's face it, we're all connected here, right? You can't you can't grow livestock and raise livestock without having a strong processor network in the middle to support the demand from consumers. So this is a web that has to be made stronger. So I think we're all connected here. So farmers don't get a lot of benefit or help if, if they can't have their, their livestock and animals processed at some point. That's what we saw with COVID, with the backlog with the supply chain issues. So we're all connected here. So I think working more collaboratively with the livestock uh, groups is certainly going to be important. We talked about the uh, the educational system, the current system and the footprint we have with the tech schools, with the three four-year schools. How does that look and feel? Do we have to add to that? Do we have to modify that uh, in a certain way so that we can really get more students coming through the program as well? So I think the educational footprint, I think the livestock sector, uh, along with just raising our voice in the capital, is going to be uh, what we're going to be focused on. Kevin Ladwig, along with us, he is uh, part of Johnsonville Sausage, but more importantly, he's a part of the Wisconsin Meat Caucus, formed during the pandemic, involving our small, medium, and large meat processors in the state. Like you said, the obstacles remain, the challenges remain, but now the good news, some financial support to try to help turn things around. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler like Restylane Lift is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. 
Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Educated Mortgage, your smartest way home. In today's ultra-competitive home market, it's important that you have a local lender on your side to get your offer accepted. Sellers and realtors want to work with me because they know there will be no surprises and the deal get done on time. Educated Mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan, the Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222652. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, guess what? No matter what you're doing on a Friday, the Wisconsin weather is the same. It means that a lot of folks are going to be uh, bundled up and battling everything from animals to machinery today. It's a Compure Friday. That means it's time for a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Stu Mock, Ag Meteorologist, along with us. You know... It feels just as bad this morning as it did yesterday morning at this time, but the I, I try to tie a knot and hang on because it is going to get better. Yeah, and it's not as windy. I guess that's a big difference. Yeah. We don't have that, that brutal wind chill. Well, lacrosse and the areas in western Wisconsin have a wind chill advisory this morning. Hmm. In fact, that goes on till 10 a.m., includes lacrosse County and Monroe and Vernon, Crawford, Grant, all the way to southwest Wisconsin. Further north, it's Jackson, Clark, Trempolo, Buffalo, Pepin, that whole western side of the state under that wind chill advisory till 10 a.m. Not that winds are that strong, but they're a lot colder over there, 10 and 12 below, and then you add even just a little five-mile gust, and suddenly you've got a wind chill at 20 below. So even though it's not windy, it's a lot colder this morning, and keep that in mind. Any little breeze really drives that wind chill down. High pressure is just off southwest Wisconsin, and that did allow those winds to get a lot lighter overnight. That's great. Skies stayed clear. The moon was sneaking around one of the shades in the bedroom, and I thought there was a light on even this morning before I got up. It's just that moon trying to shine through. While we still have that clear sky, but clouds will develop. There's a warm front out in the Dakotas this morning, low pressure way up into Canada, and there's snow along that warm front. That extends from north-central North Dakota to southwest-south Dakota, far western Nebraska, and I expect that activity will move toward Wisconsin. Really not today. It's probably by nighttime, uh, about sundown in western Wisconsin overnight that we see some snow. Not a big deal. Maybe about an inch at La Crosse and a little less at many other locations, maybe up to an inch if we're lucky. But there'll be some snow that develops and lingers overnight just into early Saturday. And the sunshine returns. It stays a little more mild on Saturday. Nothing too exciting. I mean, we're not going to set records. That's for certain. We're not even going to get above normal. But it will be a little more mild than today or even yesterday. That's fantastic. But I also expect there'll be another disturbance late Saturday night. There could be another quick-hitting shot to very light snow. And almost the same thing could happen as we look on towards Sunday night and into Monday. That one, as we start next week, may measure up a little bit more. I've seen something indicating a couple of inches or so out of that. Uh, certainly you have to keep an eye on it this weekend. It may mean just a little more snowfall as we make our way to early next week. But all the way through the weekend, temperatures won't be as cold as they've been, but they're still not back to those normals. What's normal? 27 degrees is a normal daytime high across the southern part of the state. The nighttime low down around 10 or 11. So, you know, we are going to be colder than normal, but we are going to try to push it up somewhat. And I expect our best chance to be back to normal looks to be at about Monday. 
but that's the day there could be some snow, and it may add up just a little bit. Keep in mind, even though I'm saying light snow tonight and early Saturday, and maybe Saturday night, it could be slippery. could make slippery spots and stretches. If you're out and about, be prepared. It might get more slippery than you would expect with just a little light snow, but that's really going to be about the most of it. The temperatures, although they may moderate a little toward early next week, staying cooler than normal as we look through most of next week as well. A lot of days uh, at just double digits or in the teens. Uh, by the end of the week, we could get back up in the mid-20s, almost normal. But it is just a cool way to head on toward the end of January. We're not going to have that big January thaw. We had that one the other day last week. I'll have forecast details right after this. Is your crop insurance strategy to just do what you did last year? At Compier Financial, we know how challenging it can be to navigate insurance planning. So we work hard to understand your goals and needs. Let us leverage our exclusive tools and vast experience to develop a strategy that protects your operation. Partner with us today. Give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compere.com slash crop insurance. Compere does not provide legal or licensed financial planning services. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. So the Green Bay Press-Gazette reporting this morning that uh, we're down to standing room tickets only for the Packer game tomorrow night. You know, that that's just fine. The more we pack them in, Stu, the, probably the warmer they're all going to feel, huh? I'm just like pushing more cows in the barn. It seems warmer. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's going to be a cool Saturday night for football, no doubt about that. Uh, even at game time, probably in the upper teens would be my bet. Uh, the wind chill advisory in western Wisconsin this morning until 10, including La Crosse, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson, Trempolo, Buffalo counties, then that whole western side of the state. The rest of us just a cool start. What I'm anticipating will be a nice, bright, sunny day. Mid-teens, 16 degrees or so. Southwest and south winds will be around 5 to 10. And then clouds and snow developing tonight. Light snow, not a major storm by any means. We drop down toward 10. Temps may even rise in the west before daybreak. Wind chills still down around 5 below or so. South winds 5 to 15. Could be gust to 25. A little light snow may linger for Saturday morning. Then a mostly sunny day. There's a warmer one. Of course, as we head up toward 20 or just hit the low 20s, the west winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Saturday night, a little snow developing late. Could linger into Sunday morning. Sunshine returns, though, in the day Sunday, a little cooler, a little slick. I'd say mid-teens, north winds at 5, some snow Sunday night on into Monday. But by Monday, Pam, some upper 20s for a high. At least it may feel a bit more uh, comfortable, although we'll probably have a little new snow to deal with. All right. Well, we'll try to put this positive spin on what's coming our way. Sounds good, Stu. Catch up with you Monday.
You bet. Have a good weekend. All righty. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. Yeah, it is a challenging morning if you're involved in production agriculture with the animals and with our equipment. We're talking more about the equipment battle beyond the weather coming your way. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Farm First Dairy Cooperative, serving dairy farmers across the Midwest since 2013. Farm First Dairy Cooperative, member-focused, member-driven, member-led. And from Equity Livestock Cooperative, marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community since 1922. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net, on Facebook and Twitter. Imagine a brand new, maintenance-free look for your home's exterior. Have Prairie Exteriors show you options like architecturally designed siding, which can give you the look of cedar without the worry of woodpeckers or painting. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the Bright Star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Attorney John Rihala. Car crashes happen in an instant. A distracted driver crosses the center line into your lane, or road construction makes everyone stop, except for the truck in your rearview mirror. Life changes in that moment, and now the world feels very different. We can help you. At Clifford and Rihala, our experienced attorneys know that someone badly injured in a crash can feel confused and even overwhelmed by everything that follows. Doctor's appointments, bills, missed work, and maybe an insurance company calling and pressuring you to settle right now before you even know what your injuries are. Call us. Clifford and Rihala is ready to help you, and we won't stop fighting until we reach your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with the battery investigation. On December 13th at 5.32 p.m., officers were dispatched to Quick Trip located at 401 North 3rd Street for a report of a battery. The suspect and victim engaged in a verbal argument inside the store. After exiting the store, the suspect followed the victim and struck him in the head with a baseball bat. The suspect then fled on his bicycle. 
The suspect is described as a six-foot-tall white male with a long beard, wearing jeans, dark jacket, and a gray stocking cap. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. We need someone, San Francisco, to get to the quarterback here. Prescott takes off running the football. Whoa, I don't think this is going to work out. It will. They'll be on the clock this they were planned for. It's Four. down, down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the official gets in the way. The game's over. Gosh. The game is over. Oh, he did. This is where you can't set your own ball as a center. you got to give it to the ref. Dak Prescott should have looked and found the ref. You can't give it to your center. Dak, find, find the ref. you got to give it to him, not, not the center. Wow, I am living if I'm a Cowboy fan and if I'm a Niners That's the fan. end of the game. The yeah. game is over. The game is over, and San Francisco survives and advances. Unbelievable. The referee tackling Dak Prescott. The the fans throwing trash at the referees. Dak Prescott saying more credit to them. Unbelievable scene at AT&T Stadium. We now welcome in Mike Clemens. Good morning, Mike. What's up, brother? Evo, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday on the Bill Michaels show, too. That whole series is something that happened to the Packers in 2010, and they were on the road playing Washington that day, and they end up losing a, a game in overtime, and Aaron Rodgers is driving down the field, and they've got time on the clock, a couple of timeouts. But there's one point where I went over the tape a second or third time, and then I asked McCarthy about it on Wednesday. You know, when you get to you lose a game on Sunday, you better get your questions in after the game or maybe on Mondays because on Wednesday they've moved on to the next team. But he was nice enough. I said, okay. there's a point there with about 20 to 15 seconds left where Aaron Rodgers is – like, you know, got his hands in the air, like, what's the play? What's the play? And then McCarthy said, well, we were in our, what would they call our church clock? Yeah. Well, he said that, he said that Sunday night. What the hell's after church the Cowboys clock? Laws. Well, it, I, what it means is uh, if you get the ball, you've got X amount of timeouts, whatever the situation, maybe a minute to go, it's, it's what you're trying – it's, you know, get me to the church on time. So you're playing a football game where you're looking at the clock, running the play. Look at the clock, running the play. And the plays are memorized. And what he has called thresholds, like, okay, if you get from the 50 to, you know, their 40, here's two or three plays, we'll run. If you get from the 40 to the red zone, here's two or three plays, we'll run. All designed to get out of bounds to you know, move things. The first play was great, right, where he had that yeah. short little pass to the slot, and then he flips it out to the guy who takes it out of bounds. I don't know where, I don't know where in any two-minute or one-minute offense the quarterback running with the ball <laughs> and then continue to run, you know, until you get down to four seconds. You know, and Prescott thought, well, s- surely they'll give us the time back because, you know, the referee is the problem here. But um, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess and, indeed. And in Green Bay, you know what You know what changed? Aaron Rodgers calls all the plays now with two minutes. Oh. 
That's the difference. Give it to the guy that beat an astronaut in Jeopardy. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, I'll call the plays. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want some says, sort of a template. Look at me. I'm the play caller now. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he's held that right for several years. So, be interesting if he talks about that today, in his press conference. But, um, boy, the 49ers, man, the execution of that running game, with Elijah Mitchell, you know, close to 100 yards, and you would see him. There was one play where he took off over the A-gap, over the left guard shoulder. And from the you know 50-yard line, the TV version, you're watching it, and it's like, uh, man, how do you get through all those people, just blow through right through the middle of the line and pick up another 9, 10 yards? And so then you look at the, you know, the, the end zone shot, and first you see the slot guy making a great you know, left-to-right move uh, in the jet sweep. Which, if you're the linebackers, you know you can't see any of this stuff. If Garoppolo keeps bent over with the ball low, you can't see where the ball is. Does the quarterback have it? Does the guy sweeping from left to right have it? Is he handing it off to the running back? And they and all that happens at the same time. They pull a guard. You know these defensive linemen. They can't just push these or these guards. They just can't push these big defensive linemen. They have to either double team them, or they got to trap block them. And so you see them pull the right guard. And you know, the holes are created usually by when you pull a guard like that or, yeah. or you double team. It's not by pushing a guy. It's a double team. That's what creates the hole. So they, they double team, they push a guy, and then you look downfield, and you know, Micah Parsons, he's just blown out of the picture, and you look up, and it's George Kittle. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yeah, it's appropriate to bring up tractors on this frigid Friday because coming up in a little bit, we're going to find out what the supply situation looks like. For those of you in the farming audience that were hoping to get your hands on some new equipment in 2022, we've heard all about the supply chain delays and the fact that you get signed up for a tractor, a combine, uh, implement, and then are told you're going to have to wait until almost the next calendar year to get it. Are things improving? Stand by. Aaron Zimmerman's going to bring us that update in just a moment. I'm Pam Yonke. Welcome in. Come close to the radio. I'll help you stay warm. We're also going to be talking about all the energy that we're spending at this time of the year to keep our barns warm, keep our businesses warm, our homes warm. Remember, there's Focus on Energy. They are all about energy efficiency. Yes, they want you to stay warm, but there's smart ways to do it. Smart ways where you can make sure that that old farmhouse is better insulated. Sarah Bedwakar, who is my friend and a Focus Energy advisor, he's going to be in studio with us. Stick around for that. All right, so today is the 21st day of January. On this day, back in 1899, the auto company Opel built its first automobile. And do you know today, Opel is still one of the world's largest car manufacturers. In fact, now it's probably getting to almost collector status. Not a lot of them around. They've only got about 37,000 employees last count. But Opel as a company is still around. Started on this day back in 1899. On this day in 1976, two Concorde jets took off simultaneously, one from Paris, one from London. Those were the supersonic aircraft everybody was so impressed with. And then all of a sudden, it came to a screeching halt because of air tragedy. But they started on this day in 1976. On this day in 1998, I should say, Pope John Paul II visited Cuba. It was the first time any pope had visited Cuba. He did it on this day in 1998. Happy birthday to golfer Jack Nicholas, and also happy birthday to Hakeem Olajuwon. 
He is uh, also got the same, born the same year as me. And he's, of course, an American basketball player. There you go. Just a little something to get you started on a Friday. Well, like I said, you're hoping that they start today. All of the uh, equipment that we depend on to get animals fed, to get manure managed, to uh, get things rolling on the farm. But in 2021, there was a lot of frustration with supply chain issues and trying to get your hands on new equipment that you might have ordered months before. And even if it arrived from time to time, it came well, might have been missing a part or some a chip. Is that improving? Aaron Zimmerman's got an update for us. Well, in 2021, we saw lots of supply chain issues when it came to equipment or parts. And now that it's 2022, are we still seeing those problems? I'm here today with Brad Klein. He's lead tractor technician and expert with Mid-State Equipment to answer those questions. Now, Brad, are we seeing the same things as we saw in 2021, or are things getting a little better? They are catching up. It is uh, much better than it was last year, but there is still uh, supply issues. You know, just with John Deere's inventory, they don't have them in stock. They have avenues to get parts from other dealers across the country if they are willing to give them up or you just have to be patient and you know wait for the the supply chain to catch up a little more now i guess what would what do you want to remind to farmers you know as far as if they have a breakdown if they have things you know that need to be maintained or replaced i guess about being patient or you know planning ahead i guess as much as they can to make sure that they have what they need planning ahead and um one way to do that, um, we do run uh, inspection specials during the winter where if you're not using your tractors or your combines, we can get them in and check them all over, and that'll give us a chance to you know, have more lead time to get the parts and have them ready to go so it's good to go in the springtime when you do need the tractor. Now, you know, let's talk about not only are we having problems with parts, but let's talk about these new tractor inventories, you know, talking about that those are kind of behind, too. If people are looking to get something new, how long ago did they have to order it to get it now? And if they're ordering now, how long are they going to have to wait? Well, you'd have to have it ordered probably midsummer to get it, you know, coming up this year. Anything right now, you're looking at best the end of the end of this year, but more than likely you're going to be into 23 before you see anything new if you order it, you know, right now. Definitely. Did you see quite a few people purchasing stuff in 2021 or even here at the end of 2021, you know, trying to get it as soon as they can? Sales have been down just because of the uncertainty with everything with the COVID and the economy. But I mean, there, we're still seeing new sales, but it is definitely down from previous years. But the used equipment has been very strong. Let's talk a little bit about that used equipment. You know, being that there's so much demand for it, and since you can't get the new equipment quite as often, are you being able to keep up with that demand for that? Or I guess how are people getting what they need? Uh, We have been doing good. I know our owners have been working constantly on going across the country and getting, uh, you know, equipment from either down south or wherever. So we have a good uh, inventory of used equipment to to sell to make sure everybody has, you know, what they need. Well, that's Brad Klein. He's lead tractor technician and expert with Mid-State Equipment, talking a little bit what supply chain issues in the equipment industry look like here in 2022. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.
Thanks, Aaron. So as we get started on a frigid Friday morning, let's talk about the markets. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped eight and three quarters cents to one eighty one and three quarters. Let's remember what Cody Coster told us yesterday. Monday, USDA will issue our latest milk production figures and our latest cold storage figures. So the market might be getting in position for that. Block cheese was unchanged yesterday at one eighty four and a half. The double A butter well, that gained another penny and three quarters to two ninety a pound. We're in red ink everywhere this morning. February milk's down a penny at twenty eighty five. March milk that's up a penny twenty one seventy a hundred weight. Grain trade is all lower. March corn's down two at six oh eight. December new crop down two five sixty a bushel. March soybeans are down seven right now at fourteen eighteen. November beans down four at thirteen sixteen. March wheat's down a nickel, seven eighty-five. The July new crop down six cents, seven seventy-five a hundredweight. So that's where the numbers stand as we get rolling this morning. Coming up in just a moment, this frigid weather is a big reminder that when it comes to production agriculture, your costs of operation go up. You got a lot of energy that you're spending to try to run machines, try to keep animals comfortable, your employees taken care of. What can you do to try to save a couple pennies? Well, I'll tell you what, it turns into dollars when you work with our friends from Focus on Energy. Talking about the 2022 incentives, that's coming your way next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The Bergstrom used car sale is underway at all Bergstrom locations. Get 1.89% financing for six years on over 2,000 used SUVs, trucks, and cars. Plus, inventory grows daily. Shop Wisconsin's largest used vehicle inventory, all with upfront pricing, including their exclusive seven-day lowest price protection guarantee and seven-day money-back guarantee. These vehicles are Primo Prime Select and Certified. Warranty included. Swap your old beater for something neater as Bergstrom will give you top dollar for your trade-in. Plus, 1.89% financing for six years on over 2,000 used SUVs, trucks, and cars. Two approved credit on 2016 and newer vehicles. Older vehicles qualify for different rates. See store for details. Stop into any Bergstrom location today or shop and purchase at bergstromauto.com. Hurry! Bergstrom's financing offer during the used car sale ends January 31st, 2022. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Some space has become a catch-all for everything you want to keep in storage. Make use of that wasted space now. What about the basement? Rec rooms, an office, extra bedrooms for growing teenagers are all popular uses for an upgraded basement. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. 
From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Happy New Year from our friends at Focus on Energy. Yes, that's right. That is the utilities all across the state of Wisconsin that are gathered together to try to help you save energy when it comes to almost every facet of your farm or home or agribusiness. And in studio with me again today, Sara Betuar. He is uh, one of the Focus on Energy advisors that makes trips out to the country to evaluate projects, help farmers find ways to save money. Happy New Year, Sarb. I haven't seen you for a little while. It's good to have you in studio. And 2022 is keeping you guys moving pretty fast right away. Let's get started with some of the top of the mind subjects that I think people are paying attention to. First of all, focus on energy, making a lot of effort and outreach for those that are dependent on propane as a major source of their energy at this time of the year. Tell me about some of the changes, some of the highlights going into 2022 now that uh, you'd like farm and agribusiness folks to be aware of. Happy New Year to you too, Pam. It was it's great to meet you every time. And we have good updates this year. Some of the major changes, uh, let's, let me just start off with the propane. We have the incentives available for propane till June 30th, 2022. And we are also providing a bonus for natural gas and propane uh, fired equipment till June 30th. But the bonus is up to 50% of a match. Uh, on the incentive. So, for example, if somebody's getting a $1,000 incentive, they can get a 50% bonus on top of that. But they have to submit the applications before June 30th. So just keep that date in mind. And the other good stuff happening is we have hot water boiler incentives. Uh, If somebody is installing a boiler, the incentives are higher this year from, I think it used to be $3 per uh, MBH before. Now it's $4, so it's like a dollar higher. So that's a good um, almost 30% increase in incentives. So that's great. The other change I would say would be the variable speed, uh, like variable speed drives on vacuum pumps in a a parlor. Those uh, now they have, we have a different style of incentivizing it. So just like reach out to your energy advisor and work with them if you have any such projects coming up. The big change would be if you have more than 2,000 cows, uh, on your farm, then uh, that would usually go custom now. So, and that has to be pre-approved. So, just reach out as early as possible if you have any of those projects. That's what I always advise. If you are looking at new construction, if you're doing a remodel, if you are thinking about uh, trying to upgrade your equipment, and we all know about supply chain disruptions, you've really got to plan that in advance. Well, when you start thinking about it, that is when you want people like Saurabh on the farm or in the office with you taking a look at those blueprints making sure that you're making the right connections as far as parts and service that you're you're going to be buying because it matters. They will take care of all the paperwork, but you need to have them as part of the conversation. Also, we were talking about uh, the agribusiness catalog. For people that are thinking farther out and maybe they don't want uh, SARB or the Focus on Energy team engaged in the process just yet. Tell us what the agriculture catalog online for 2022 can give them as far as information, SARB. Uh, the agribusiness catalog uh, is a really nice tool to just have in front of you whenever you're doing any projects. This time, this year, we have a nice and interactive catalog. So let's uh, just go online at focusonenergy.com slash catalogs and check out the agribusiness catalog. Or we also have a propane incentive catalog. So just check out based on that. And just it, it's very interactive. You can go through specific sections based on the type of system, if it's a specialty equipment or if you have lighting. So and lighting in 
incentives are in a special uh, specific area so you can just go through it if you have any questions reach out to us we are always open to any questions and we can just answer them over the phone or if you want us to come down do a walk through check out the equipment and show you where on the catalog those specific systems are and how much incentive you can get for those uh, we can actually try to help you with those from start to begin like beginning to the end yep well and and you've got to remember folks the focus on energy advisors continued to do that through the pandemic although safely obviously uh represent uh, re- doing all right by the protocol but they can walk through your operation be it an agribusiness uh, be it a farm a dairy something like that they can walk through and their trained eye will see specific things that you might have otherwise overlooked and they'll make those suggestions and give you the research information as far as what to be saved what's the investment all of that so their eyes on your project makes a difference i also want to talk about something that we've done previously sarab and it was kind of fun for me anyhow and that is focus on energy is offering free farmhouse energy saving kits these are pretty cool um i had one for the farm home and one for i guess you'd say the urban city center and the farm home one is really neat because it addresses some of those key drafts that you don't necessarily always identify in your farmhouse, but boy, something as simple as an uh, insulator around an outlet can really save some energy. Tell me a little bit more about these free farmhouse energy saving kits. Yeah, we're giving them out. You just have to go online, fill up a tiny form and just submit it and you can just get a farmhouse kit. And some of the things that you have in the kit are like the you have bath aerators, the pipe wraps and like it provides good amount of insulation. Any kind of leak can increase your you wouldn't even know where your energy bills what's the reason energy bills are going up. So if there's a draft on something, you already have that in, in that package and you can just use that to wrap it around those pipes and you you have like shower heads and LED bulbs, like nine watt ones and eleven watt ones. So these are all the small, like these are really the lower hanging fruits. I would say, like whenever you start any energy efficiency projects, these are the lower hanging fruits that you can address with this package. And then if you have anything more, then you can just reach out to us again, and we can try to figure out what's going on and give you a better idea of those energy savings. So I would uh, recommend going to focusonenergy.com/farmhousekits to get more information and also just apply for a farmhouse code if you haven't already. Yep. If you, uh, I think it kind of identifies you based almost on your zip code, but it is pretty. Cool. Cool. Like he said, they've got an actual uh, shower head that is, uh, I guess we'd say, water efficient that is right in that kit. The ones that made the difference in our house were the four outlet gaskets, simple little pieces of almost cutout styrofoam that fit where you plug in the coffee pot or where the light switch is. And boy, by golly, that made a big difference. So again, folks, they're free. Focus on energy.com backslash farm house kits take advantage of that you're staying pretty busy huh Sarab there's still a lot of people that were inquiring about services 2021 turned out to be a great year for focus on energy and the services you guys provided yeah focus on energy are always like we we were open to meeting with people in 2021 and we're we're also starting to attend events and stuff so any questions if you want us to come down we can just come down and like we don't have any restrictions or anything like last like 2020 was a pretty hectic year and 2021 is turning out to be better and 2022 is going to be even better that's what i'm expecting but we have many special things that uh we are planning and 
some of the things are like irrigation systems yeah. where we're offering a new pump assessment offering where like if you have a uh, pump which irrigation pump which is more than 75 horsepower then you can actually get it assessed to see if there's any efficiency upgrades that you can do uh, through a provider and get about $500 per pump as an incentive yeah just for having you guys come out and do the assessment yeah we don't do the assessments too we can like we have contractors and they they can just come out do the assessment and they can just get $500 for getting that assessment done. So probably it might end up being free. So, yeah. And there's specific providers and you can uh, work with our trade allies in getting those assessments done. And if you, after the assessment, if you get an upgrade or add like a VFT on your pump based on your recommendations, you can get a 50% bonus up to $2,000 on top of that for that VFT. So Bottom line is, there's a lot of money, like you said, hanging out there in 2022 that could help you finance your project and, more importantly, in the long run, help you save a lot of energy and, in turn, a lot of money. Sara Bedwakar is in studio with us. He is one of your Focus on Energy advisors. Uh, they are out on the road. Like you said, they will be back at uh, some of the trade shows that uh, they had been uh, kind of staying away from in 2020, and we'll look forward to seeing them there. Those farmhouse kits, energy-saving kits, remember, FocusOnEnergy.com, backslash farmhouse kits and those are free and then like we said if you're looking for the 2022 calendar uh, catalog of all the incentives all the opportunities that are out there that again just jump online focus on energy.com and look for the catalog there and it as he said interactive this year it will help you out it's all designed with you in mind utilities across the state of wisconsin partnering with focus on energy to try to help you save energy and in turn save money focus on energy.com or you can also pick up the phone and call them toll free 888-623-2146 888-623-2146 sara bedwakar from focus on energy in studio with us this is the midwest farm report with pam Youngke. Did you know soybean diseases like white mold and sudden death syndrome can survive in your soil even after rotating crops? Prevention of these diseases is a constant battle, and yield loss from an infection can be devastating. The right management plan makes all the difference. Keep your beans safe this spring with Heads Up Seed Treatment. Heads Up guards your seed from both white mold and SDS. Stay protected and profitable by asking your seed dealer for Heads Up. Learn more at HeadsUpST.com. When we say we're the concrete producing company that contractors rely on, it's because they know we produce our own superior ReadyMix products that endure the Wisconsin elements and our family stands behind the long-lasting performance.